Welcome to another episode of the Always Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Speckman. We have gotten several new listeners recently, so I just want to say welcome to all of you. You've probably found me through TikTok, and thank you for supporting me, first of all, and thank you for listening to this podcast. I do put a lot of work into it. Uh, Just a reminder that you can follow the Always Worthy Facebook group, the Always Worthy Podcast Facebook group. All you have to do is search that name, and it'll come up. You will have to send a request, and I will go ahead and accept you into the group. I feel like a lot of people are nervous to ask questions in that group, but please ask any and all questions you'd like. You can even ask them anonymously, and I promise I see those every day. I'll make sure to get to it. All right, so today we have a very special guest. Her name is Morgan Norman, and she is a health coach. She offers really amazing services. Just speaking to her uh, before we started recording, I'm very impressed with her, and I'm really excited to have her on today. Specifically for this episode, we're going to be talking about the power of positive self-talk, which we haven't really touched before. So I think this is going to be an amazing episode. And I think Morgan is a very good person to help us with this topic. So Morgan, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, it's going to be so fun. So first, can you kind of just introduce yourselves to our listeners so we kind of get a grasp on who you are and what you love? Yes, absolutely. So like you said, my name is Morgan Norman and I am a health coach. I absolutely love what I do. I work with women and teen girls who are struggling to feel confident in their bodies and that need to pretty much rewrite their relationship with their body and with food. So I work with them in terms of, you know, if they've been introduced to dieting and they're wanting to break that cycle, um, if they have a hard time feeling confident in their skin and just are used to trying to change it, lose weight, you know, to feel that confidence. So we work through a lot, a lot of trauma, maybe that women were introduced to at a young age and rewriting the narrative that they have about themselves in their mind. So like you said, it's, it's great to do it. I love doing, it. I love working with women specifically just because women are so amazing in so many different ways, right? Like there's just so many things that women can do. And it, it makes me feel sad to think that sometimes the things that we do are influenced because we feel self-conscious about our bodies because we're so much more than that. So that's pretty much why I even went into what I want to do is because I think women are remarkable and I don't want our bodies to feel like we, I don't want us to feel like our bodies are the reason that we're being held back from reaching potential. I love that. Yes, definitely something I'm so passionate, but passionate about as well. Um, I'm wondering, so has your And I kind of already know the answer to this, but I want our listeners to know, has your relationship with your body always been good? Exactly. I mean, why did you want to get into this line of work? Was it because of things in the past that, you know, you held against your body? So I wish I could say the relationship with my body has always been peachy keen. I wish I could say that. Um, But unfortunately, I did go through two different eating disorders. So I struggled with those for a couple of years and I've always struggled with body dysmorphia as well. And it was crippling to feel like my worth was based only on my physical appearance. Um, And kind of through recovery, I realized just how many women are struggling with it. And I just thought to myself one day that I don't want people to get where I was. I 
believe it or not, I was having like the worst time of my life. I was struggling um, with anorexia, anorexia nervosa, and I had a 25 beats per minute heart rate Mm -hmm. because I had literally starved my body to that point. Um, I was on oxygen every single day. I was going to bed with oxygen because they were worried that if I let my heart slow enough when I was sleeping that I wouldn't wake up. And so it got to that point in my life where it was that moment of truth for me. And I had to decide what I wanted to do. And I decided I have so much life to live. I wanted to have a family. I wanted to be able to feel confident with my husband in so many different ways. You know, I didn't want to be held back by a lot of these things that were feeling like a million pounds on my shoulders, you know, that I was carrying with me every single day. So I decided to recover. I had my own health coach that helped me through a lot of different things. And it was that that sparked the interest of like, wow, this woman pretty much saved my life. Can I do this for other women? And that's when I decided I'm going to do this for other women. And so I became certified as a health coach and I've been able to work with women over the past couple of years not get to the point to where I was to help them. So they don't get to that point, but then also to reach body confidence at a time when I wish that I could have as well. So unfortunately, no, my relationship with my body has not always been great, but I'm really grateful for what I went through. Cause now I am where I am now and I can help the women and feel empathetic towards a lot of the things that they're going through. So Yeah, that is so powerful. I was getting goosebumps as you were saying that. And I think women who, you know, do the kind of things that we do and helping other women that have a backstory like that, it's, it's so powerful. And I think it's just a testament. Like it is very dark. We know it's dark, but you can kind of resurrect yourself from that situation and life can be so much better. So thank you for doing the work that you are. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. You know, your story is similar to mine. And I'm just glad that we have women like you who, who just, who recognize that it is something that so many women deal with and you deserve, you know, all women deserve to feel beautiful in the body that they have without feeling like they need to shrink themselves. You know, we should live loud and proud. Exactly. Um, as you were saying, so thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I don't know, that just, that really touched my heart. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, of course. I'm, I'm glad to be able to share it. Good. Well, um, so I specifically asked you cause your assistant had reached out to me and said, you know, I think that Morgan might be a good person to go on your podcast. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Um, And I wanted you to speak about something that really means a lot to you because we have a lot of passions and in the line of work that we do, um, there's a lot of different topics that we really could talk about, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But you had said that you do want to talk about the power of positive self-talk, which I absolutely love. That is so important. And um, so I just want to ask you, I mean, what really does positive self-talk look like? And maybe could you give us some examples of that? Yes, absolutely. I feel like when it comes to body image, um, positive self-talk is pretty much like every single woman's superpower and they don't even know how to use it. And they don't even know that it's there, but I feel like a lot of people, when they think of positive self-talk, they kind of think, you know, affirmations, which I will talk about affirmations till I'm blue in the face. Cause I absolutely believe in them. But if you're coming from a place of maybe feeling insecure about your body, you're obviously going to say, well, what if I don't believe what I'm talking about? 
you know, I just don't feel this way. So how is positive self-talk even going to help me? And I totally understand that because I was in that specific situation not too long ago, right? Like I understand it kind of seems like hokey pokey self-talk. It's not really important, but the way that you talk about yourself and the way that you think about yourself is going to impact so much for you in your journey to body confidence. And so it can look different for many people. And one of the ways that I, I mentioned earlier was affirmations. And so for those that say the whole, well, what if I don't really believe what I'm saying? I honestly think that you are the person that you spend the most time with, Mm -hmm. right? And so if you are trying to intercept those negative thoughts, work on reframing them, which is taking a negative thought you have about your body and trying to feel it. First of all, you need to feel those emotions. I'm not saying you need to bury them, right? So you need to feel those emotions, feel it, but then decide to challenge it. So it's pretty much waking up, deciding I'm going to challenge these negative thoughts because that's not where I want to be. I want to feel confident. So I'm going to challenge it and replace them with positive. And that can be, I am statements, affirmations. They're great. Um, And they don't have to be something that makes you completely uncomfortable or feel like you're lying to yourself. They can be reasonable, right? They can be something that isn't a definitive term, like always, like I'll always feel confident in my body because we don't want it to feel like a lie. Mm. So saying things that, you know, are reasonable to yourself, but making sure you're putting in that effort and then challenging those thoughts when they come. So if you're noticing a negative thought about yourself, when you wake up that morning and you catch it, instead of letting it spiral into just a terrible day that is full of negative thoughts, you can catch it and replace it with a positive thought. I love that. Yes, definitely. That was so well explained. I And I think that a lot of us don't realize the negative self-talk that we already do. And so when people are like, oh, well, positive self-talk is kind of like hokey pokey. It's kind of just like, it's really dumb. Like, you know, some like the way some people feel about meditating and things like that. Um, yeah. But we, we're already doing the negative self-talk, you know, but if we replace it with the positive thoughts, it really is rewiring our brain. And uh, I like to call it almost reparenting because, you know, when in the past, you know, I feel like we were little children. <laughs> and then when we grow up and realize the things we know now, we have to go back and, and be our own parent and saying, this wasn't okay. This is how I'm going to correct it. I remember when somebody said something that was there, a person who's really close to me. And uh, she said, you know, I realized that I don't ever feel pretty unless I feel hungry. And I, that just broke my heart. I was like, are you joking? Like, are you kidding? I was like that, that's not normal. You know what I mean? She says, well, I just feel like if, if I'm hungry, I know that I'm, I'm taking steps to be thinner. Like, no, 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 no. You know, let's work on self positive self-talk because that is, that is so, so negative. And I think a lot of us without even realizing it, have that conversation going on in our mind. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And that breaks my heart for your friend because I've been in that exact same situation and I've coached women through that exact situation where they tie that the beauty and and the prettiness that we're trying to feel as women, right? We want to feel pretty, but we do tie that to the size of our body. And I feel like what people forget is when you're trying to repair your body image, when you're trying to feel confident, there is that tunnel vision focused on, I need to change my body 
to feel confident. We're all chasing a feeling, but we think that we're chasing a body type. Mm. And so when, when it comes to feelings, that's a mindset, right? And so that's where the positive self-talk comes in and where you can feel confident, even if your body never changes. And I feel like so many more women need to know that. And that's why I love as well, like your TikTok. I love it. It's showing confidence in a different body, right? Mm. It's beautiful. And that's what we need to see more of. But way too often we get sucked into that tunnel vision of, I need to have that fitness influencers body. I need to go on a diet. I need to kill myself in some exercise routine. That's not going to be sustainable in the long run to feel confident when in all reality, it, you need to work on the inside first before you even approach the outside or while you're approaching the outside, make sure you make time for what's happening on the inside. Yeah. I love that. Very well said. Very well said. So I, you touched on this a little bit, but, um, I'm wondering why, you know, why is it so important? Why does it matter? This positive self-talk? Why, why should we do it? Why should we make it a priority? I think we should make it a priority, honestly, because it kind of controls everything that we do. So something that a lot of people talk about, and I'm going to kind of nerd out for a second, because I think this is so interesting, Please do. (laughs) (laughs) but it's called the behavior triangle or the self-talk triangle. Okay. And so you're shaking your head. So I'm sure like, you know, exactly what I'm talking (laughs) about, but for those of you that don't know what it is, it's all starts with the way that you think that is the tip of your triangle. Everything that you end up doing started with a thought. So if you were to wake up that morning and you think something pretty negative about your body, then your feelings are going to be compatible with what you were thinking. So if you woke up thinking that you hate your body, you should go on a diet, whatever you have those thoughts, then the rest of the day, you're going to be feeling confused. You're going to be feeling defeated. You're going to be feeling self-conscious. And then because of that thought that started it all and those feelings, your actions and your behaviors are going to follow. And so that's where that dieting comes in. When you actually pull the trigger on going to do a diet, when you sign up for Noom, right? When you Mm -hmm. sign up for these things that cost so much money because diet culture, it is a $60 billion industry that's trying to get your money from you. And that's a whole other podcast topic, (laughs) but it all starts with the way that you think. And so the reason it matters is if you're able to intercept, you know, that space between what you think versus how you feel, and you can replace it with something positive, then your feelings and your actions are going to run with that positive thought rather than the negative one that would have caused a complete spiral. Oh yes, definitely. It's a rabbit hole. When that negative thought comes into your mind. Yeah. It is like, am I going to, what diet am I going to go on? Do I need to, you know, download my fitness pal again, weight watchers, noom, all of the things that disguise themselves as good things for you, but are so awful. So awful. awful. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it very much is important and something that we should make a priority. Now, I kind of want to ask a challenging question because we all have days like this, but when you are having a really bad day and you can't really seem to, to, to replace those negative things with something positive and you, I just can't do it. Uh, what, what do you suggest that we do? So I will always stand behind 
feeling your feelings, right? I never, ever want to put out there that positive thinking is pretending that you're always okay, pretending you're always positive, because unfortunately, it's part of the human experience to feel these kinds of things. But it matters whether or not you decide to challenge them. So if you tried all day long, and you're just in a rabbit hole, like you said, of the negative thinking, and you cannot get out of it, you just seem to spiral. Honestly, the biggest thing that I tell my clients when this happens is to give yourself grace. And I know that sounds like a complete, like, some people think that's hogwash too, right? They think that that's just an umbrella term. And they're like, what the heck, how do I even do that? It's deciding to approach your experience and what you're going through, through a lens of feedback instead of a setback. So when you're having a hard day, it's just a learning period for you so that you can take that with you. And the next day, just decide to challenge it and to make it just 10% better than it was the day before. So if you notice that that hard day started with a negative thought in the morning. When you wake up, try just adding a positive one in. You know what I mean? It's those mm-hmm. small things that are going to add up to making your journey one of confidence and healing your body image. But when we have those hard days, sometimes we give up, right? And we think, well, crap, I'm just never going to feel confident in myself. And it's because I can't change my thoughts and I've tried so hard. Well, look at it with compassion instead of critique and say, I'm doing my best. I have this relationship that's been built with my body over X amount of years to think that it's going to heal in one day or two days. That's not giving myself the credit that I need, right? Because we can't rewrite something that took so long to build, even in a negative way. And we can't break that down in an hour or two or 24 or even 36 or a week, right? You need to give yourself time to heal. So I would definitely say compassion over critique and looking through a lens of this is my feedback for the next day rather than this is a huge setback for me. Oh my goodness. I love that. And I, I'm totally going to take that, take that quote, compassion over critique. I love that. And I think a lot of people do, do kind of get a misconception in their brain that, deciding to take, go on this self-love journey and just body acceptance and just appreciating, you know, the body that you're in and what it can do for you is, is something that is just like continual growth. You know what I mean? It, it's not, you know, growth is not linear. It's up and down and up and down and giving yourself the grace that you deserve and you need is on the path to, you know, the tip top of the, of the chart where we actually were trying to be. And even when you do get to a point where you do feel good about your body, you do allow yourself grace, you you have the body acceptance, you appreciate what it does for you, you still will have bad days. And and I think it is naive to think that you won't ever, ever have those bad days. It's absolutely not true. So with my content, it's important to me also to say, you know what? Some days I really don't feel like dressing up in fancy pants and being fancy. Sometimes I do want to wear oversized t-shirts and, and, and kind of allow myself to be sad because those days are important too. Right. But you just tell yourself it today, I'm going to allow this feeling tomorrow. I'm going to analyze the feeling and say, what is making me feel this way? And like you said, I, even if it's just a percentage of 10% to be better, that's the step I'm going to take. Yes, absolutely. And I love that. I feel like this is kind of a message that's 
being brought up a lot more with social media, right? And people are being a lot more vulnerable and open about a lot of these things. Whereas before you hear the whole Instagram is a highlight reel. And now we have Mm -hmm. TikTok and they are both like picture video based platforms that are showing the best of the best. And so I think it's so important, like you said, for content to show I'm not great all of the time. I coach women through these things, but I have my days and I share that with them because I feel like not only does it build a deeper connection with other women, but it releases the idea that like, this is all a competition, right? We're all actually on the same team and we're all just trying to build each other up. But for so long, I feel like the media made us feel like if you're not perfect, you're in last place. If you're feeling bad about yourself, you need to try harder to be at the top. And that's not at all what it is. We're literally, like you said, going on an up and down journey, it ebbs and it flows, but the ending goal, we're all trying to get to the same place. So it's not a competition, how fast we get there, how we get there, but how we feel about ourselves during it is what matters. Nothing else. Yes, I totally agree. And I love that. So one of the most important questions that I wanted to ask was, um, if you want to start to do the, the, this, having this positive conversation with yourself and you've never done it before, how do you start? I think the biggest thing, and it's going to sound so simple is bringing awareness to when these thoughts are happening. That's going to be my number one step for everything. And sometimes clients get so mad at me because they're like, what are you talking about? Like I'm here. So of course I'm aware of them, but so many thoughts will run rampant in our head. And we won't even recognize it until we are in deep in that rabbit hole, right? When we are five, 10, 15 thoughts down into how negative we are about our body. And so if you're able to bring awareness to that initial thought, that is going to be life-saving with your power of positive self-talk in relation to your body image. So if you can catch that, feel what you need to feel, but then decide to challenge it and replace it with an I am statement, with an affirmation, with a positive thought, that is going to be the turning point for you. So you don't have to go down the rabbit hole. Yes. I love that. Very good. So obviously you have so much passion for what you do and we can all, I can see it. We all can hear it, the listeners. So if any of our listeners would like to, to, you know, sign up to take your services um, or your class, how can they do that? So you'll have to go follow me on Instagram or to find my Instagram, which is Morgan K Norman underscore. And there is a link in my bio. So you can either DM me or there's a link in my bio and then it's application for my three month program. And the three month program is called the self love league. It's beautiful. It is worth it. And I absolutely love working with my women. So they'll be able to work with me one-on-one and we can rewrite the relationship with their body and find that body confidence that so many women are searching for without doing a dang thing to their body, right? Without having the diets, nothing like that. It is honestly huge. There's a huge focus on mindset work and healing the relationship with food and body and it, and exercise as well. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it really is. Well, that is, I think, something that every woman does need. And I encourage anybody who feels like they do need this to, to go ahead and sign up. I will put her Instagram in the show notes so that you can find uh, where exactly she is. And then is there anywhere else on social media that you like to be or any other places you want to mention? 
So I have not ventured into TikTok yet, but that's going to happen eventually. <laughs> but right now it's just Instagram. Um, and then I'll also, I'll give Rachel my email. So if you need to get in touch with me over email, I'll give that to you as well. But Instagram, and I do have a Facebook, but I don't really post things about my program. It's really mainly the platform. Awesome. Sounds great. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today. I mean, you really said some things that touched my heart and I hope the listeners felt the love and the passion that you have for this topic, because I can so clearly see it. Thank you for the work that you do for the, for women like us. It's so needed. And I think that, I mean, this, what we do, it it can never be oversaturated because we are just women helping women. We want to see each other succeed. This is, you know, this is not an industry of competition. We, we love everyone. And this is something important that we want to get out into the world. So thank you so much for doing that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you giving me this time to talk about what I'm passionate about. I appreciate it. You are so amazing. And everyone, please remember, be whatever you are right now. No more hiding and no more fixing. You were and are always worthy. Always worthy.